from the dank smell, she suspected she was underground, that this man who looked like an NFL lineman had captured her, that she couldn't remember her abduction. She wanted to scream, but bit back any sound. Instinctively, she knew it would be best to let him think she was still passed out, still stuck in a fetal position as he worked. Jesus, God, what was he doing? Cutting lengths of red ribbon, measuring them over and over again, and then snipping them. The sound of his god-awful singing and something else, some other noise caused her skin to crawl. Mewling. The soft, frightened cries were slightly muffled, as if whatever was issuing them was trying to hold back the sobs. An animal? No. Some other person. Her heart dissolved. Chloe. Her twin sister. In a flash, Zoe recognized Chloe's voice, the choked sobs she'd heard as a child whenever Chloe was scared or being punished or whatever. Chloe had always been the weaker of the two Denning girls, the more sensitive. As her mind cleared, Zoe realized the situation was more dire than she'd wanted to believe. Somehow, some way, this huge sicko had been able to subdue and abduct them both. How? For a second, she thought she remembered it happening. In a kaleidoscope of jagged images, she recalled fragments of her abduction. A voice behind her, whispering her name over the din of the crowd. It's your sister, he'd said, his words cutting through the noise of pedestrians. She's hurt. What? Zoe had turned toward him, then searched the crowd. Where the hell was Chloe? Her twin had been right beside her, hadn't she? Then she'd felt a sharp prickle of pain, like a wasp sting at first, then more intense as a needle had been plunged into her neck. In a quick silver second, she'd panicked, searched the faces of people teeming on the street, hoping to see Chloe or a cop or anyone who might think she was more than someone who'd had too much to drink. She'd stumbled and started to fall and tried to scream, but only a whimper had left her lips. On her way down, someone had caught her. The lights of New Orleans swirling, the cacophony on the street fading, she'd heard, Happy birthday, whispered into her ear before she'd passed out. Sweet Jesus, it had been this freak who had captured Chloe and her, and somehow brought them here, wherever it was. Chloe's sobs were louder now. He quit singing, glanced pointedly at the clock. Shut the fuck up, he said. The sobs stopped for a second. Let me go, Chloe begged. Zoe's heart nearly stopped. Don't, she thought desperately. Oh, Chloe, don't get him mad. I, I don't know what you want or who you are, but please just let me go. I said, shut the fuck up. But- For the love of Christ. He yanked something off the table where he worked. Zzzt. Then a jangle. I don't have time for this. Quickly, he raised one hand, his shadow looming against the far wall. A snake seemed to curl and writhe from his fist as he gave it a shake. Chloe screeched in fear. A belt, Zoe realized. He cracked his wrist, and the leather sizzled through the air. 
Chloe shrieked, and Zoe had to bite back her own scream. Stop it, Chloe. Don't piss him off. Use your head. I mean it, he roared, and snapped the belt loudly again. Close, it seemed, to the spot where Chloe was most likely tethered against the far wall. It was all Zoe could do not to say a word, not to betray the fact that she'd come to and her mind was clearing. Instinctively, she knew it was best to stay silent, to lull the freak into believing she was still sedated and unconscious, not a threat. Let him focus on his work, whatever it was, until Zoe could come up with a plan, some way to get them out of this horrific situation. Once Chloe was subdued, the near-naked bastard resumed his off-key singing. Never had the birthday song sounded more like a funeral dirge. Happy birthday, dear twinsies.